I remember one time, I think I was visiting Canada, and they had a museum of gems. I'll never forget it. I went into this museum, and they, they just had these treasures from all over the world, you know, these rocks that were broken open. You get to see all these different gems. And half the gems, I didn't even know that they existed. And the colors and everything. And it was so magnificent. It was so magnificent seeing those treasures there just within our earth itself. So there, there's these, we, we all desire some kind of treasure in life. I'm a, I'm a big video game player. Well, when I go to the arcade, now I don't have any, you know, I still have an Atari set, so that, that's how far back I go. I still like, you know, dots and, you know, squares and stuff like that, so I'm kind of archaic. But I still like, I like video games. And there's these video games that you go to, whether it's Atari or whatever super system that they have right now, in which you go through an adventure, okay, and you have to, you know, beat up the bad guys and use your skills and everything and accumulate points and you, you know, you have help. And there's always a treasure, a prize at the end. There's always like some kind of prize at the end. And so you go through all this work, you know, you die a million times, you put more quarters in and, you know, you use your skills and, 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 when you're dying, you, you kind of learn how to do it, and you get maps, and you figure out how to beat the bad guys, and then finally you get the treasure at the end, and then you're like, yes, I did it. Yes, I did it. I attained the prize, the treasure. And, it, and it's a great feeling, especially when you work for something, when you work for a, a, a treasure or a prize. I was watching the NBA Finals last night, and the Golden State Warriors won the, the finals. And Golden State, if, if you follow basketball, Golden State went through a lot of injuries this year. And I remember watching the TV and watching Stephen Curry just crying at the end because it, it took him so much to overcome. It just wasn't basketball and using his skills. He's an incredible player, but also the injuries that it took him. And so he, he was overwhelmed because he attains the, the prize, the, the goal, the NBA championship. We all strive for that treasure. We all strive for that, you know, that treasure at the end. And so what Jesus is saying is he, he's trying to refine our desires. So we all have desires in life. We, we desire good food, we desire a good home, we desire a good job, and so on and so forth. We desire enough money to make ends meet, even though it's, it's hard with inflation right now in the United States. So we all have these desires. But Jesus is trying to refine our desires, saying, don't just put your desires on the things of earth, on the treasures on earth. Because what Jesus says is that even if you acquire these treasures here on earth, what will eventually happen is, is moths will get into it. It will eventually decay and destroy. Talking about physical treasures on earth. 
So if you think about any physical treasures on earth, eventually those physical treasures will decay. Even if you bought, say, a multi-million dollar mansion, like sometimes I, I watch these shows and they show these like multi-million dollar mansions, it got swimming pool, it's got this and that, and they pay like millions upon millions of dollars. And, there, and there's like 25 rooms. There's like two people who live in the house. And they say, well, why don't you just have a, like 25 children? You know, be pro-life, have 25 children, fill up the house. But after a while, what happens is you see that they sell this house. They sell this multi-million dollar mansion that they put all their time and money and effort into it. And then they, they sell it and it's like, Mm, what, what's that really for there? Did that multi-million dollar house really make you happy? Did that Lamborghini or Porsche really make you happy? That's really cool. I, it, there, there was a, a, one of my friends, his friend had one of those um, supercars, the, the Elon Musk car, uh, what's it called? The Tesla, Tesla, I couldn't think of it, thank you. It's good to have people here, because <laughs> if I didn't have people here, I would, I would forget what the car is called, the Tesla, the Tesla. And I was driving in a Tesla one day, the first time, really didn't know what the car was, it was all battery, and it was like super duper electronic, like space age, he put his hands off the wheel, the car was driving by itself, it, was, it, had, it had like every feature in the world. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool car. And yet, even that Tesla, as, as cool a car it is, still, in some years from now, where is that Tesla going to be? Now, I'm not saying you can't buy a Tesla. If, if that's what you want to do, you can do that. But if you think about it, if, if in, the, in the long run, if you put all your heart into that, it will eventually disappoint you. Any material thing will eventually disappoint. Our heart always has this longing for something greater. If you think about it, even food. So sometimes we think, what am I going to eat today? What am I going to drink? Maybe we're thinking about that. And maybe we make this really great meal, we put all of our skills into it, and then we gobble it up. And are we really satisfied? Because the following day, we say the same thing, what am I going to eat? Even though I just ate this really great meal the day before, what am I going to eat Today, can I top that meal? Can I even make it better? Well, of course you can. You could go to a, you know, I think of like a French restaurant. And, you know, even, but still our heart, our stomach, our stomach is never satisfied. So you can talk to your stomach and say, stomach, why are you never satisfied? I just fed you yesterday. Why do you want more? And more, why do you covet more and more? Why are you never satisfied? Now there's a natural 
need of feeding ourselves every day. But think about it, that when we feed ourselves, are we really satisfied? Are we really content with what we have? That is where the virtue of gratitude comes in. Therefore, grateful, then the treasure that we are given, it becomes a treasure with gratitude. If you don't have gratitude, treasure is worth nothing. If you don't have that gratitude, sometimes that's why God will not give us things right away. We have to work for it. It's only when we work for it, when we sweat for it, then when we have that treasure, we can kiss it and we're thankful. So gratitude is, is one of the things to accept treasures that are given here just on earth. But know that your heart is never going to be satisfied. So you, you get, say, like the horse races, because I, I like the horse races. And you bet. And you win. Uh, you're going to see my knowledge of the horse races. You win an exacta. You win an exacta. And you're so happy that you win an exacta. But you're still not satisfied. So then you want to win a trifecta. And you win the trifecta. And then you're like, I want to win the superfecta. And then you win the superfecta. And then you're like, well, now I want to win the daily double, the triple double, the quadruple double. And you keep it, and then, well, I want to win the, the Kentucky Derby. Dude, where does it end? Where does it end? And say you won every time. Where does it end? Is all that money really going to make you happy? Well, in the short run, it will. In the short run, yeah, you'll be very happy, but in the long run. That's not saying that we can't work hard. That's not saying that we can't earn money. That's not saying that we cannot enjoy things in life. So I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that we cannot enjoy certain things in life. It's okay to enjoy the things of life, to enjoy material things that God has created for us. It's okay to enjoy good food and good wine and good cheese. It's okay. It's okay to take a vacation. Those are okay. But just know that your heart is never going to be satisfied with the things of this earth. That is why Jesus tries to refine it and says, seek the treasures of heaven. Store up treasures in heaven. Those are things where moth and decay does not destroy. What are the treasures of heaven? Charity. Giving to someone. When you give to the poor. Yeah, it's, a, it's something spiritual. That you give to someone, you make someone's life different. And, and that's a treasure. It's spiritual treasure that has no material value, but yet has value in that person's life. That's there. Where you give of yourself. You ever hear the story of, of Deacon Lawrence, St. Lawrence? So St. Lawrence, we, we all know him about he was martyred on a gridiron, or maybe you don't know him. 
So St. Lawrence was a deacon in the church. He was under the popes. And there was an emperor at that time. An emperor had heard about the church has all these treasures. So he said to Deacon Lawrence, he said, bring, I want you to bring all the treasures of the church here before me. So Deacon Lawrence, he went out and he gathered the poor and the lame, the blind, the mute, those who had all kinds of ailments and sicknesses. And he brought them before the emperor. And he said, here are the treasures of the church. And the emperor became infuriated with them. Because to Deacon Lawrence, these are the treasures of the church here. The poor and the hungry and the lame. And so for that, the emperor sentenced Deacon Lawrence to be roasted on a gridiron. That's why he's patron of barbecues. He's roasted on a gridiron. And as he was being roasted on a gridiron, he said, I'm done on this side. You may turn me over. And that's how he died for the church, for the poor of the church. There are these great saints and the church that saw the treasures of the church and the people of the church, the little ones of the church, the poor and the sick, the hungry. They are the true treasures of the church. And if we take care of the least of God's children, that's where our treasure lies. So when we do good for one another, even God could bless you with many riches. And with those many riches, you could be poor or you could be rich. How is that? If you have a lot of money, you could be poor, you could be rich. You could be poor in that you use that money only for yourself, only for your self-gratification. You think about no one but yourself. Or you could be rich in which the money does not own you. You own the money. And it doesn't matter if you have a lot of money or a little money because you're generous with that money because you think more about others. We, we always, and I remember in Uvishet, we had kind of this phrase of attachment and detachment. Are you at, do you own the money or does the money own you? Do you own this material thing or does it own you? Is this a need or a want? We used to have to write a list of all of our material possessions and we would write need on one side, down the line, and want. And we would list it is the, and put it in categories. Is this a need or is this a want? That's how you can tell where your heart is, there your treasure lies. It's a good thing. Why, why talk about detachment? Because we're going to have to be detached anyway at the end of our life. All will be taken from us on this earth. Everything, even the clothes on our body, everything will be taken. Even our body will be taken. 
Even our body will have to give to the earth. Even if we spend all of our time on our body, on, on say, fitness and everything. I, I always have this joke that says, you know, when a person dies, oh, he looks good. He's a good-looking corpse. Or she's a good-looking corpse. Now, doesn't she look good? Well, she's dead. She's dead. How can you look good? It's like... So that it just puts things in perspective. That, yes, we're, we're all going to give this away. So why not, why not do good with what God has blessed you with? Why not put your treasure in heaven? Why not do good works, pray for people, and do works of charity? You know, the, the treasures of the church, the Holy Spirit coming down upon us, transforming us. Cost no money. It costs no money. The Eucharist is our treasure in the church. The sacraments are our treasure in the church. Cost no money. It's all for free. Father Chris's talks, it's all for free. And he's a, he's a great speaker. He doesn't charge you anything. Gives it out of love for you to nourish your soul. If there's great spiritual things, those are the things that really matter. And I think for lay people, your treasure is probably your family, your spouse, your children, or your parents, or your siblings. They are your treasures that you want to give them to God so that they go to heaven. The treasures are the spiritual things of life. If we have the spiritual things, if we have the spirit, all the material things make sense. If we don't have the spirit, if everything is secular, and we get rid of the spirit, then it will eventually disappoint us. The material will eventually disappoint us in the end. So I have a little bit of both. Have the spiritual in order to use the material in its proper way, in order to appreciate and give gratitude for all the gifts, all the material that God gives to us. For where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. Store up the treasures in heaven while here on earth, because then God will give you the heavenly kingdom after this life, where neither moth nor decay can destroy. Store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. 
Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.